Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. Um. All right. So I have a, a tale as old as time for you. Uh, a tale that made me look like I had a tail. <clears throat> so I went in and um, got a colonoscopy done. Um, you, you had your balls snipped, so why not let them invade every part of your body? Yeah. This was significantly worse. Because um, everybody, you haven't had one yet, right? No, I have. I've also had an endoscopy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, you had anal butt situations. Yeah, it wasn't for that, though. It was just, you know, I had a coupon, so why not? Okay. Cupid. Because so most of the time you don't have to get them until you're, I think they changed the age down to 45 now. It was 50. I think so. Um, but that's the department Katie works in. So she, um, she, she's seen like so many, like, 38 year olds come in and get like diagnosed with like stage four cancer and shit like that, that she was like, I really want you to get one done. And I was like, fine, you know, let's do this. And, uh, like she found like a reason cause like there's some family history. So she brought that to them and used that as justification to get me to get one done. And so obviously she knows all the doctors there. So she told me which one she set me up with the one she wanted me to go with, who is, He's, you know, he's, he's a good guy. He's, he's kind of a wise ass a little bit. He's a funny guy. So what I did, <laughs> cause I figured I was like, what can I, like, what can you even say when you go in there? Like somebody has made every possible ass joke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're going to take me to dinner first. Ooh, you know what I mean? Silly shit. Like Russian nesting dolls up there. <laughs> so what I did was, is we went online and downloaded a picture of his face off the internet and got um temporary tattoos made of his face and i was going to put one like right like a tramp stamp right above my ass crack just so that he'd be like oh, okay well that was unexpected but due to our pres presidential administration i'm still waiting on these fucking things so now i'm going to get i told him about it and i was like i'm going to have the most useless object in the world just random fucking tattoos of your face for no reason um so yeah so i didn't get to do that so i was kind of bummed What's that? in the world i mean paris hilton released a compact disc so okay <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better um so, so I get in there and everyone that that's had one tells you like, oh, the prep is the worst part, right? Like, was that your experience? You mean the shit you had to drink? Yeah. Oh, it's not great. I don't, I didn't love it. Yeah. And then you shit violently for the entire night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you have to drink it again, I, like four hours before your procedure or whatever. My procedure uh, was the first one of the day. So I had to drink it again at 2.45 in the morning. I had to wake up and drink what is essentially um, like fermented whale semen that someone added a twist of citrus to. Right. Um, and then shit violently again through the night. And then in the moments where I fell asleep, 
I just, especially since I sleep naked, I was like, had this constant fear that I was going to shit the bed, um, which I did not do because I'm a big boy. Um, so that was not the worst part for me, though, because I am a fucking moron and I decided to do it without any anesthesia. Why? Because, because I was I wanted to work that day and not take the day off. So, yeah, so he was, he was just like, all right, let's move this up and let's go. And he was like, oh, you can watch on the screen with me. Help me spot stuff. I was like, I am not going to be helping you spot stuff. This is your job. You spot stuff. I'm going to sit here and, you know, get filled out like an application. So you were awake the whole time. Yeah. And it was 45 minutes. Um, I will say the first seven, eight minutes was fucking awful because what they do, what everyone else is right for is they fill you. They like pump you full of like CO2 to like inflate your intestines and colon and what everything else so they can see better. So it's not so wrinkly. At least that's why I think I think why they do it. And so it just feels like you have the worst like gas pain you've ever felt in your entire life as he's just hand over fist feeding things into your asshole. Like you're a reverse clown pulling a ribbon out of your mouth for fucking six minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty not fun. So I guess some people, it depends on your colon. Um, and in general, women have like, more difficult colons so they have more pain generally during it but there are men who they have what they call a girly colon apparently i have a girly colon and because it was fucking unpleasant i mean the prison term for it is back pussy (laughs) yeah so he um so he was just like hey you know if you feel like you have to fart just let it let me have it is what he said because he's back there like, just let me have it. So I'm spackling them up, I'm sure. But it was hard to fart because, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's that? Because his arm was in there? Yeah, because he was Kermit the frogging me. Um, so, no, but, like, yeah, that's basically what it is. To fart, you need, like, a second of, like, relaxation. You know what I mean? You need to just, like, release and let it go. Whereas every time I try to do that, he would be, like, fucking – feed me seymouring and uh it was rough so occasionally i would let out a fucking just standing ovation of a fart and a real bronx cheer as they used to say yeah um yeah and he would just be like all right we're gonna so after the first six or seven minutes when i i don't know i guess i off gassed enough it wasn't as bad but i was laying on my side i still didn't feel like I could bring my knees together because yeah. I felt like it would be really uncomfortable and it still wasn't great, but it was bearable. Um, <clears throat> and then he'd be like, Oh, we got to go around a corner now. It might be uncomfortable for a second. I was like, and that was every time we went around a corner, apparently he was Tokyo drifting in there and it was not, wasn't my favorite. Doing a reenactment of Mr. Toad's wild ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It was, uh, wasn't great. Wasn't great. I will be um, 
put to sleep next time. And by put to sleep, I mean killed. <laughs> I will be euthanized before my next one. Um, yeah, it wasn't my favorite thing ever. Um, so yeah, speaking of euthanized, Katie's cat died. Oh, the piss cat died. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's sad. Yeah, I mean, I thought sad for you, but I mean, it was sad for me, partially because it's sad for her, but also because you know I've lived with this fucking piss cat for eleven years or whatever it is now. Right. And so you know, and there's just one less thing in the house for me to direct my hate at now. Right. Um. But potentially we could get new furniture soon, which is nice. Uh, so there's an upside to that. Yep. We've been waiting on new furniture. Was it before or after Christmas? Before. She just kind of like started getting real skinny out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden was just like walking real gingerly and just having a hard time. Yep. And so she took her in and they're like, yeah, this is, this is the end. So she's in a better place now. I don't know where. Texas, where you buy monkeys. Apparently. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it was weird because, you know, Dexter's only, you know, a little over two and a half and he <clears throat> kind of like referenced death. Like, you know, it, it, I don't think he fully gets it, but he got it more than I thought he would. Really? He's like, why can't I? Uh, something about why we can't play with her anymore because she's dead. And I was like, oh, oh. all right, I'm not going to handle this right now. I'm not at this stage of parenting yet. I have not leveled up enough right. to handle death talk. We're just going to ignore it and he'll forget about it in two and a half seconds because he is essentially a goldfish who remembers random things from six months ago that I have no idea how he randomly remembered. <clears throat> but <clears throat> so that was a fun thing that happened to me. <clears throat> Another the good or not good, but interesting part about it is, is I was, I don't know how bad you were shitting after you drank that prep, but I was just like a conduit for the universe. Like things were running through me. Oh, fuck. I felt like Dr. Strange. It was just things were flooding through my body. <clears throat> I shit so hard that I just full blown spackled my balls. Like just back. It was like the movie backdraft, but with poo and my balls. Throwing another Baldwin reference in. Into- yes. Yeah. Um, I had to like, I basically had to get up and take a shower and just like a, just a, a ball specific shower. Right. Um, I, mean, did, I thought you guys had a bidet. That's in the other, the other, the other shitter. Gotcha. And that does that shoots directly at your asshole. Like it doesn't, you know, you can adjust it. <clears throat> you just move your body, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. You just sit on the toilet backwards, get a nice ball wash. Going. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if women can use that for a pleasure device. The toilet or the bidet sit backwards and just get a, like a, a clit stream. Maybe. I mean, I can't try it, but 
What's that? Wash out their girly anus. <clears throat> yes. Their their uh their front ass. Mm-hmm. As I believe it's called. Their washable fuck sleeve. <laughs> uh, um another thing that I woke up in <clears throat> potentially the worst way possible. So the littler guy's been having a little bit of trouble sleeping lately. So like I was in there holding him and just passed out on the chair with him. So I had like the recliner reclined and he was on top of me and we were just both sleeping and Katie came in. I think she wanted to feed him. I don't know. I was fucking out of it. And I guess she was trying to wake me up, but I was naked, which is how I normally sleep. Cause I just wandered into his room from bed and was just holding him under a little blanket that I had on. And she went to take the blanket off me and her nail, as she grabbed the blanket, just caught the fucking tip of my dick as she grabbed the blanket and pulled it off me and just wow it was not nice and i was like just woke up and i was like why what are you doing why are you doing that why have you done this to me um she didn't know she had no idea what she did but it was unpleasant doesn't sound great no it was not nice that uh instances like that make me thankful i have foreskin still oh you just you just have like half right yeah it still doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me every time I look at it. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. I guess my parents check bounced. <laughs> they found out midway through. Nope. That's it. <laughs> it's all about. You're done. Yeah, I don't know. Because my older brother is cir- fully circumcised, as are both my younger brothers. So I don't know. That's a little weird. Strange, but I don't feel like having that conversation with my mom at this point. So, no, no. I feel like it's worth visiting. I mean, when's the last time you two talked about your balls? It's been a little while. Yeah, I think it's time. It, uh, on Christmas Day, she kept bringing up the term "pink sock," though, which me and my brother kept, you know, referencing the rest of the day. Because she was talking about uh, a pair of socks that she had, and she's just like, I've been looking for that pink sock for a while. I was like, it's usually pretty easy to spot. (laughs) I assume she never caught on to what you were referring to. Good, clean, prolapsed anus Christmas fun. (laughs) I'm surprised I didn't have a prolapsed anus. Dude, so so you woke up afterwards in, like, the recovery room, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't get to see the scope. You mean the alley behind uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, you didn't get to see the scope itself. No. So I turn around and I was like, I was like, Jesus Christ, how much of that thing was in me? And the the tech was that was in there. She looks at it and she was like, um, about three to five feet. I was like, because it was huge. I was like, fuck me. Because I'm just, I was just watching the screen. Like, I wasn't looking back. I, I don't need to, 
I don't need to see the man behind the curtain too much. Right. Um, and on the screen, you really can't. I, I'm sure the doctor can tell, but I can't tell what the fuck is going on, whether we're going in, going out. I couldn't even really tell by feel what he was doing until he really started pulling it out. And that was the biggest relief ever. The moment he slid out of me. Nice. Yeah. Don't you have like miles of intestine though? <laughs> Not miles. I think it's like nine feet or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Katie said he was probably about four feet in, which is as aggressive. I mean, that is like a dinklage in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Just feeding it in. I don't understand, man. I don't understand how that happens. But it happened. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care for it one bit. So just, just to all of you people out there, um, go ahead and... Uh, get put out for it don't be a hero that's that's my psa it's good advice anything going on anything else going on with you other than seeing monkeys and whatnot? I, uh so i i'm doing a small role in a independent film in february so i've been growing out my hair it's like the longest it's been in more than a decade it looks see that shit let's take a gander terrible see this that's what they want though that they want that look because i'm i'm playing a crazy conspiracy theorist i'm gonna have my hair dyed white for it but uh i've been taking my hat off for no one for the last two months uh, (laughs) me and uh me me and the lady rekindled things recently so we were uh because of the hair she was like look at that no she hasn't seen it Uh, okay but we were uh we were we were doing some activities the other night and braiding yeah and she went to pull the, i was wearing a bandana at the time and she went to go like not even like aggressively pulling it off but like had her hand on my head and was just like pulling it. i was like no no because i was like you this will instantly turn you into a sandbox you will <laughs> on me but good um, you will lock up like a chinese finger cuff yeah yeah um so it's February. You you so you're gonna keep this shenanigans up till February yeah, for like another six weeks. Are you growing out the beard as much as you can too? Yeah. Oh, you are going to be a right mess. Yeah, it's uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty slovenly now. So, um, where is this filming? In Boston. Okay. I'm pretty sure I, I don't even because I've only read the part of the script that I'm in, that's the only part that they've given me. I'm just like, I feel like I, I somehow got tricked into being into the new Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Cause like it, this independent film has like Lucasfilm level secrecy about it, which I'm just like, Oh really? You, you're being ridiculous for no reason, but you know. Yeah. Cause there's not a mob of people out there trying to find out what's going on. Cause I've never probably heard of any of the people in it other than no, yourself. I'm sure that the like I feel like the guys who are doing it like they think they have to do this, but I'm just like you only have to do that when people give a shit about what you're making. Well, they're probably trying to get like a 
a more genuine reaction out of the actors because the, it'll be news to them when shit happens, I suppose. Maybe. I don't know. That's me letting them off the hook. Yeah, I don't know. I only had three days worth of filming, so. That's cool, though. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's something to do in the wintertime. Yeah, look homeless. Mm-hmm. Or at least justification for my normal look. Yeah. Um, so, I I don't know if you've... Because you listen to a fair number of podcasts. Yeah. Um, have you heard... I don't know. Remember, I don't even remember what podcast I've heard this on several times, but the new American Express podcast. Nope. Yep. Um, it's called. What the hell is it called? Um, it's called Built to Last. It's about like Amer- like small businesses around America, and it's done by American Express just to like I don't know, be a long advertisement. That's that's between that and people like Conan O'Brien having a fucking podcast. It's just going to be ruined within months. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I don't know. I go back and forth with the Conan O'Brien podcast. I listen to like I have no problem with him specifically, but like fuck does he need a podcast for? Like you have one of the biggest shows like you're not talking to people enough. Right. I don't know. I mean, go ahead and have one. I can't imagine. I mean, he probably does have a shit ton of listeners, but I wouldn't bother with it. It's a weird, I don't know, because he's able to be, have sort of a casualness and also he swears on it, um, which he doesn't on his show, obviously. Um, well, now I'm in. It just, to me, when people who are already famous dive into the podcast game. I feel like that's just being greedy. Yes. Yeah. Cause I mean, they're going to make some money at it, but it's not like it's going to make a, an amount of money. That's a huge difference for them. Like Conan O'Brien's not like, yes, we could finally go on that vacation. Well, I always think it's funny with podcasts from famous people who are like, this, today's episode is brought by, I'm like, motherfucker, you don't have enough money, you can't put this podcast out yourself. (laughs) Well, I mean, fuck, milk it for all it's worth, I suppose. Yes, I mean, like, pretty much every podcast that I listen to has, you know, sponsorship, but... Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, not us, because, not because we don't have so many offers, it's because we're pure. You still got that fleshlight in the mail? We're, we're in it for the love of the game. Uh-huh. Um, uh, all right, let's, uh, I don't know, let's fucking do this first story. Let me share this screen with you. Let's wade into this kiddie pool of an episode. Yeah. I thought you were going to say kiddie pool of ineptitude. News of our demise. Same thing. There you go. So, man with chainsaw chases McDonald's employees. Comma, steals food and drink. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, that's an unnecessary part of the headline. Like, that's just incidental. The stealing the food and the drink? Yes. Like, you could very easily have said, man with chainsaw chases McDonald's employee, employees, comma, wears shoes. Right. Like, the, the real headline is, there's a dude in a McDonald's with a chainsaw chasing people. I don't care that he got a fucking quarter pounder out of it. 
he, he got a full lay of spam and Oreo sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> well, he brought, he had to bring his own Oreos and spam, but yeah. he brought the chainsaw so they would cook it for him. Where was this McDonald's? In, uh, Portland, Maine. Really? Yeah. Why am I just hearing about this from us now? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we are a premier news network. We're only often two to three weeks late, so That's we're true. pretty much on top of things. Yeah, it was at 3.30 p.m., no less. Like, you would expect this sort of tomfoolery at, like, I don't know, 11.45 p.m.? 1 a.m. and the yeah. drive through window? Yeah, and in, like, a 26-year-old... Wait, what? Suspect. Alice Sweet? Alice? <laughs> this is Alice Sweet right there. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I think we've answered all the questions we need to answer as to why this man lost his mind and has a chainsaw. It's, this is actually the first time I've seen a mugshot where the person has a face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, Down around his chin. Yeah. I'm surprised. Like This dude was chasing people with a chainsaw, and then when the cops showed up to arrest him, they were like, oh, uh, can you throw this on real quick? And he's like, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> COVID has taken over the world. Dude, I saw um like a commercial for some dumbass TV show with Rob Lowe in it, like 911 or something like that. Yeah. And they were wearing masks in the TV show. Like they were addressing the fact that COVID exists in that universe. I'm like, dude, we don't need to be fucking reminded about it when we're watching this drivel. Yeah, like that's there was the new Geico commercials have that, and I'm just like uh, we're watching shows to escape this fucking bullshit. Yeah. Do you think anyone's made porn yet where the people are wearing face masks? 1,000%. There's a whole, like, I'm pretty sure there's a whole subgenre of COVID-based porn. Hmm. Um, and that's, like, the least weird subgenre of porn I could think of. Um, yeah, so uh, 26 year old. That guy also does not look 26. No, he looks like a hard, like 38 is the youngest, I would say. Yeah. Um, so 26 year old Alice Sweet of Portland, Maine entered. McDonald's with a chainsaw and went behind the counter where the employees were actively preparing food. I don't know why you have to put actively. We're preparing food. Uh, Sweet then reportedly revved the chainsaw intermittently before stealing a drink and some food. When the manager confronted the suspect, that manager is not getting paid enough for that. In the parking lot, the suspect began chasing the manager with the chainsaw. This manager deserves that. You let him go with that 83 cents wholesale price worth of food. Yeah. Um, authorities said in the statement on social media, that the suspect also used the chainsaw to damage two vehicles that were at the restaurant. How does, how do they work on vehicles? I can't imagine. Great. I would imagine you would run a real possibility of breaking the chain and then getting fucking lacerated by it. Yeah. Um, responding officers were quickly able to locate the suspect near a tire store. Because, because he was loud as fuck. Not a not a cat burglar fucking situation. The sub, suspect was subsequently attempted to run from the police on foot, 
you don't need to put on foot. I know what run means. Um, <laughs> but was caught and arrested without further incident. Just sh- a short distance away. Blah blah blah. He was charged with ros- robbery, criminal mischief, refusing to submit to arrest, and violation of conditions of release, which means he was already arrested earlier at some point. Hmm. Yeah. Good old Alice. I have several friends who live in Portland. I'm angry at all of them right now that they didn't tell me about this beforehand. They might not have known. I mean, they might have been keeping old Alice here on the on the down low. He looks like a serial killer. Sure. Yeah. He probably can't spell worse shit. Yeah, I, I think that's the first prerequisite. Wanting to kill others is like a a close second. <laughs> Literacy is the important part. So do you know um, Diego Maradona? Not personally, but... No, who's that? Uh, he is like like a god in Argentina. He was an, like the Argentinian soccer player, and he was very, very good, and they That's- love their soccer down there. What's that? What'd you say? Dude in the picture who looks like a fucking toad. Yeah, he's an athlete. Not any. That's him at sixty years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's dead now. He died. So he is like a notorious fucking partier, like aggressive. Um, and you know, did a lot of the fucking and drinking and drugging, and so he died uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, but his body must be conserved, so it can't be buried yet, pending paternity cases, because he did that much fucking. Like, they need to figure out who he's related to and, like, whatnot. Um, so he had two daughters from a marriage. After his divorce, he recognized the paternity of six more children. <clears throat> there was a, and, and this is a new case brought by a 25-year-old uh, who was not amongst this six children. But... I don't know. I feel like that's when you know you've uh, you've lived a full life when your body can't be laid to rest just yet because they need to see what that dick was doing. If you use it to match up with with legions of people. Yeah. Just just your 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 best attempt to equal Genghis Khan. Speaking of which, have you heard the people that like insist upon pronouncing it Genghis Khan? No. Yeah, because they're like, that's how it's really pronounced. I'm like, fuck you. Jingus, yeah. I saw a uh, cooking excerpt from a cooking show a couple week, weeks ago where uh, a woman, refer- you know, the little you know, the little thing you can uh, cook stuff in, it, it sits on your counter, it's got buttons on it, you put it in, you open the door, put stuff in. and uh, Microwave? Yeah, that's how you that, do it. I, I, would, I, I do want to apologize, that took me too long to get to microwave. Yeah. Uh, uh, the woman in the cooking show pronounced it a uh, microwave. What? English, English was her first language. He's like, you're going to put it in the microwave for uh, about 90 seconds. How is her accent on all other words? Yes. Non existent. What are the chances that she was just fucking around, kind of like just trolling people? Uh, probably like 0%. It was like a Julia Childs type woman. It was ridiculous. So I've taken to, uh, 
I've taken to use <laughs> that uh, expression at work all the time. I also started something. I just decided to. Uh, do you remember the old? Did you ever watch the Smurfs cartoon when you were a kid? Yes. So you know how the the word Smurf itself was like a catch-all. It could be a noun. It could be a verb. It could be an yeah. adjective. Yeah, I've been doing that, but not with the word Smurfs at work. Uh, I've been using Imagine Dragons as that. And I said to one of my managers the other day, you know, because it's, it's wintertime and my skin's very dry. And I was like, hey, Rufy, can you Imagine Dragons me that hand cream? And he looked at me and he goes, there you go. Did you just use Imagine Dragons as a verb? I was like, yeah. And you knew exactly what I meant when I said it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been, uh, yeah, it's terrible. Is it because that is such a good band? It's not. It is not a good band. I'm confused, but they have that song that everybody heard a lot. I, with a gun to my head, I could not tell you any of their songs. But I, a few times I've heard them, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" You're like, "Oh, it's Imagine Dragons." I was like, "Yep, awful." <laughs> that is the fucking worst band name ever. There's a lot of bad band names out there, but I would put Imagine Dragons up against any of them. Can you name a worse band name? Smash Mouth. That is that is up there. Um, I think Imagine Dragons is worse. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um... Yeah, it, it, at least Smash Mouth's music was super dope, whereas Imagine Dragons' music is dog shit. Super dope? Huh? Smash Mouth's music was dope? Yeah, are you saying that's not true? That's not clearly true? Oh, I just I was just looking for clarification. On what okay. Yeah, it's the best. What uh, is the lead singer of Smash Mouth's name? The guy that looks like a fucking garbage bill kid? Steve Harwell. Nice. Well, to be fair, the only reason I was able to recall that is because I was all, I was Wikipedia smash mouth today because so. Whether I, so I'd like to point out before you even give this excuse, yeah. you have known the lead singer of smash mouth's name and Mario Lopez's exact age tonight. That's true. Continue. So, so one of the Christmas presents I got for my brother this year was a copy of Defector, the debut solo album from Greg Camp, the guitar player from Smash Mouth, because my brother went to school for sound engineering as soon as he got out of school, well, while he was in school, and for like six months after he graduated, he worked for Robin Wilson the lead singer of the Gin Blossoms at his studio in Tempe, Arizona. He then got a, a job offer uh, to go work for Greg Camp, the guitar player from Smash Mouth in California. So he relocated to California, worked for him. Greg finally gave him a bunch of copies of this album that he had worked on. So it was like the first professional album that my brother worked on 12 years ago. So. I decided to put it on today and I was listening to it and I was like, so this dude quit Smash Mouth. I want to get this timeline straight of when and why he left Smash Mouth. And I, uh, you really needed to know why. Yeah. Cause Steve's a fucking touch hole. Yeah. 
So Greg was the guy who wrote all their songs anyways. The singer from Smash Mouth didn't even write the lyrics. So like, you know, All Star, Walking on the Sun, all that stuff. Greg Camp wrote it. How was this album that you listened to today? It sounded like Smash Mouth with a less worse singer. Okay. So awesome? Mm, yeah, that's that's the word I would use. All right. So that sounds like a pretty good Christmas gift. <clears throat> Things are going well for you. Uh yeah. Um it seems like you are walking on the sun. I hate you. <laughs> ah, you're an all-star. Uh oh yeah. So we uh there are new rules for emotional support animals. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um the U.S. Department of Transportation said it's revisiting its Air Carrier Access Act regulation on the transportation of service animals uh, by air to ensure a safe and accessible air transportation system. That was all gibberish. Um, let me see where it is. The use of emotional support animals has been a controvert, uh, controversial issue among travelers. While some see emotional support animals as a mental health issue, others decry the lack of regulations and point to headlines of animals misbehavior and added stress to cabin and crew. Um, so it, it basically, it no longer considers an emotional support animal to be a service animal. So you can't just walk in with your fucking emotional support fucking crocodile and get on the plane just by saying you have to have like actual paperwork. Right. Um, which that makes complete sense because I don't need a leopard sitting next to me on a fucking aircraft. I don't know how to open the fucking emergency exit like those random people from Florida. I can't escape this thing. <clears throat> so it makes me happy. I know that a lot of the airlines now are cracking down and there's only certain animals that are allowing to be emotional support. Like only certain, like no more birds uh, for sure, especially when you consider like avian flus and shit like that. Right. I think it's um, dogs, miniature ponies, and perhaps monkeys, actually. I don't know why, because I know they're not a bunch bigger than a dog, but miniature pony seems like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. Because ponies, like a dog can just like curl up and lay down, and like even a big dog can like choose to not take up a ton of space and be like kind of just hanging out. Ponies just usually just stand there like mm -hmm. inflexible maniacs. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to be near that thing. I don't, I can't trust that thing. I just wonder like if someone does have an emotional support animal, do they have to let the airline know beforehand? Like when you get your ticket, they weren't, they would just show up with like a fucking marmoset. Cause like <clears throat> if I'm on a plane like if there's anyone on a plane that has a peanut allergy, they're like not allowed to bust out peanut butter and stuff like that. So what if someone brings an emotional support dog and someone's like severely allergic to dogs? Exactly. I mean, so now we should, we should, uh, include only hypoallergenic. Like if you, like a hypoallergenic dog, like you can only have like a poodle, maybe like, a. 
I don't know. I was trying to think of something else people aren't allergic to, like an iguana, but I don't need to sit next to fucking something with talons. And those things have no fucking emotions or soul. They just stare at you with their weird eyes and lick their face. I don't like reptiles. I don't like reptiles at all. No. I mean, I don't, I don't, they don't, I'm not worried or scared of them per se, but like, I don't understand having one as a pet. I will say I would, given the choice, given my druthers, I would much rather have like a reptile of any sort, like a snake or lizard as a pet than a fucking pet bird. Yeah, birds are monsters. (laughs) Not only that, dude, they're just loud as fuck for no reason. Like they are, and it's not like a pleasant or excusable noise. Like dog barks aren't like sharp and jarring like it. They can be, I guess, but most of the time it's just like, ah, oh, just shut up, stop barking. But like, you can potentially shit your pants from a, a bird screech. Mm-hmm. They're they're basically Nazgul. Oh, he said you. Uh, he dropped something off to you today. He said he dropped. Something. I haven't even looked at my thing. I yeah. literally just got off the phone. Yes, would you like me to go get that stuff? I mean, sure. Yeah, it's in the bottom. It's in the bottom drawer in in two Hannaford bags so that it, it's not see-through. So do you have an equivalent thing? To yeah. Tr- Let me go grab it out of my fridge. I'll All be right. right back. Say say something wise and witty that I won't be able to hear. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm talking to no one right now. Hi, Jack. Because um, uh, Gary and Duncan are grabbing the, uh, the things that we're going to try. And there's a dog circling me so i am filling time right now i'm supposed to say something wise and witty but i ain't got shit because uh i'm in a i'm in a nap right now uh he still hasn't come back with it have you seen him lately he's got a yeah the shaved head when I, i saw him when i dropped it off today and it was jarring yeah i told him that this is the first time in the whole time i've known him where i have more hair than he does that's true um, hey, there's Jack. Yeah, I had to. So Jack's got a handle on him now, and uh, yeah, I had to like pick him up and help help him get up the first couple stairs. Oh, because uh, because fucking because uh, Jack's a hundred. Yeah, and Haley Williams there was uh, trying to get this set up earlier. <laughs> um, this is not a heavy object. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to this. I'll tell you that. You said it was in a Hannaford bag. Did you get it at Hannaford? Yes. Was it a product that you were aware of beforehand and you sought it out, or did you come across it? I was aware of it beforehand and sought it out. Okay. Um, but I had – oh, is he back? He's he's back. I He's got a bottle of gin with him, and I was like, fuck you. I don't want to drink gin. Oh, this is worse. God, he's laughing, so apparently he looked at it. <laughs> tell, tell, are you showing this? Yeah, tell him the other one's for him. Or the other one's for you. Oh, one's for me? Oh, yeah. I don't expect him to drink two of them. Ready? Um, yeah. Here. Products of our demise. <laughs> A bottle of something. <laughs> 
can't say I'm surprised because I remember seeing this. And uh, <laughs> do you want to describe what's going on there? It's a it's a it's a bo- it's a fucking can of uh, Haps Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee. Oh. Can't be good. Oh. So I bought a I don't know. Oh, I don't have my glasses. It, it says this is the original Paps Blue Ribbon hand hard hard coffee with a dash of milk. Uh, yeah. Right. Jesus Christ. All right. What's so actually? Katie tried one and she was not impressed. I can't imagine. I think we should pour. Um, could you stop sharing screen for a sec? <clears throat> Yeah, hold on. There we go. I mean, this is the visual isn't going live anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, there's no fizz. It actually doesn't smell bad. There's no fizz at all. Here, you can pour that if you like. It doesn't smell like Pat's Blue Ribbon. Right. Everybody quiet. Quiet. Was this the your ASMR? It looks fully like coffee. Oh, it doesn't pour very. Is it not nothing? It's just. Is it not carbonated? Uh, No carbon. What's in this? Is this beer? I can't read it. Are you drinking it too? Yeah, I got one. It's uh, It's about as terrible as coffee. I think. No. No, this started as shitty coffee and gets really bad really fast. I mean, thankfully, it doesn't taste like Pabst Blue Ribbon at all. It just it tastes, tastes like hot chocolate. Yeah. It just tastes really? like chocolate mix. Oh, what is making it alcoholic? Is it literally beer? Malt. It's a malt beverage. So it's like cold 45 and coffee? <clears throat> yeah, it's not good, huh? It's not great. I don't know why I keep drinking more of it. With a dash of milk, brew balances, creamy blend with a whipped vanilla flavor. I just don't I, – I don't understand why Paps made this because – At all. The, the fucking um, – the hipsters who try and drink Paps Blue Ribbon, ironically, I don't think want this. And then the, the fucking uh, dirt merchants who just drink it they think – Absolutely is good beer. Don't want a coffee flavor. <laughs> I love that you said dirt merchants. <laughs> I don't um, know. How do they get away with not putting the ingredients on it? Because it's alcoholic. They don't have to put the ingredients. Oh, on it. really? Because it's it's uh, the FDA doesn't recognize this as a food. This is a five percent. So five percent on eleven ounces is is a it's a session beer. Dude, every sip is worse. The first one, I was like, hey, that wasn't so bad. And every subsequent sip that I've had has been terrible. I, so on Christmas Day, I'll, uh, I, I have um, the Patron XO uh, coffee tequila, and I'll put that in my coffee. But that's delicious. Did you say every day you do that? Christmas Day. Okay. I'll use it every day. I was like, do we need to have an intervention? You know what? The alcohol, the alcohol makes it so that each subsequent taste, it tastes more and more like just papery and shitty. It just tastes like sugar and water. Like the, it burns off like the actual coffee flavor. It makes me make like this same stank face that like people make when like a good beat drops. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Mm. Like take a without sip, the head bobbing. Take a sip and just like close your eyes, and make believe it's just sugar water or like sugar milk. It just tastes like it's just bad. It has like an artificial tinge to it. It's like YooHoo. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like a shitty chocolate drink. Uh, YooHoo is amazing compared to this. Yeah. No, I agree. This is like YooHoo that somebody left on the docks for a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, it still tastes better than Pat's Blue Ribbon. Though. With a touch of the docks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you finish your whole thing? No, I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I poured maybe a third of it into the. All right. I was gonna feel bad for stopping. If because I saw you drain that glass, but now I do not feel bad. I think it's safe that we stop. I, I mean, it's certainly safer for our health. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that was my first sip. Well, I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And my last sip that I just took was this is way worse than I thought it was going to be. It's more chocolatey than it is coffee <laughs> <laughs> Stupid words that end in double E. It would be, it, it's going to be sad irony if I get pulled over driving home after this for drunk driving that. <laughs> I don't think that was enough to put you over the limit. No, I don't think so either. God, you think that's like got caffeine in it? Probably a nominal amount. I think it's yeah. coffee flavor. I don't think it's got actual coffee in it. No, you don't think they're brewing up. They got like a like a hundred thousand French presses going on at the uh, at the PBR factory. No, I just I, I don't know who came up with this idea and why they're like, yeah, go ahead. The aftertaste really isn't going away, huh? What's that? The aftertaste really isn't going away. Just uh, just a bunch of shame and regret in my mouth. Yeah, it just tastes like somebody brewed up like. A packet of hot chocolate, drank half of it, and then left it on the counter, and then somebody else picked it up. It was room temperature and drank it. That's what I know. It's like that woman that chews up food, drank it, and spit it directly into my mouth like I was a fucking gross baby bird. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Do you sure. think that they were hoping to win their first blue ribbon since 1894 with this, this decoction? They will be sorely mistaken if they were. Uh, this next story involves one of your favorite people. You ready? I feel like that's not true. Is it Gwen Stefani? No, it's Beaker. Beaker? Wow. No, it's not actually Beaker. Here, I'm going to show you. I forgot I wasn't sharing the screen anymore. Here. <laughs> oh, this is about Johnny Rotten getting uh, fleas from uh, from. Yeah. Yeah, you want to you want to explain this story? Yeah, uh, so this fuck chuckle the uh, the John Lydon, the once Johnny Rotten, the uh, singer from the Sex Pistols, and then later uh, the vocalist for Public Image Limited, just all around uh, cunty human being. Um, he got he got flea bites on his dick from uh, he said from feeding squirrels in his neighborhood. And he also, said he rescued some squirrels. So that to me sounds more like he brought them home. Yeah. Yeah. He got flea bites on his dick. Mm -hmm. What was he doing with the squirrels? Feeding, feeding the squirrels nuts. He said, uh, <laughs> the bites. Wow. Last night was murder because of it. The itching too. 
it's such a poxy thing to get caught on, out on. The only way around it, because I'm not going to blame the poor little squirrels, is to Vaseline my legs. I just hope they don't get the wrong idea. Sex Pistols frontman has opened his door to the wildlife that surrounds his U.S. home and says he's been spending a lot of money keeping the squirrel friends well-fed. I'm determined to keep my squirrel friends independent, you know. There's no petting. If they want to nudge up, that's fine. But I know it's for a peanut and not because I'm lovely. He wrote in his new book, I Could Be Wrong, I Could Be Right, is the name of the book in case you want to run out to your local barns and go fuck yourself. Wow, do they love me for the food. Uh, I buy them. I'm definitely spending a lot of money on these little fuckers. You don't need to feed squirrels because they have existed for thousands and thousands of years without Sex Pistols frontmen. It's true. And also, nobody loves John Lydon. Not even squirrels. <laughs> no. I mean, this might be why he is um, resorting to feeding squirrels, because he's such a fucking cockbag. Yeah. Yeah, he's an awful, awful person. In, in virtually every way. Yeah. I also, I hate the Sex Pistols. Yeah? Yeah. You don't respect them musically? No, nobody does. They were one of the first boy bands. Basically. Well, because they were completely put together based on who who looked the most punk. Yeah, like Sid Vicious couldn't even play, right? Sid Vicious couldn't even play. The only guy who could play in the band originally, Glenn Matlock, was fired from the band by their manager because he was too proficient at his instrument and he didn't look punk enough. <laughs> kind of. That's pretty great. What is uh, the concoction that you're pouring over ice? It's the juice from the Greek olive mix. That's okay. You're pouring that into a beverage. Are you? Oh, you're making some sort of cunty gin drink, aren't you? Yep. And so, Jane, it's called a dirty martini. Yeah, that's. You could have just told me you were making a dirty martini, and I would have understood what you were doing. It looked like you had salvaged iced coffee in a salad dressing container, but now he's just making a. Uh, he's dirty making martini. a dirty martini. Which was one of my signature drinks when I was a bartender. You were a bartender? Yeah, I was a bartender in Arizona for three years. A sassy gentleman would always come in and uh, ask me uh, to make one of my famous dirty martinis. And yeah, I don't have the shaker. It's out of the thing, so I'm making it right. I will tell you this: you do not want one of Johnny Rotten's dirty martinis. No. <laughs> They are they are the dirtiest. It's funny. So I didn't mention this. So, um, so you know, as you guys know, uh, my dog, you know, passed away at the beginning of the year, and then uh, my cat no longer lives with me either. Why? Yeah, uh, I did know that. That sounds awesome. Because we're not. I'm not allowed to have animals at the house, and uh, it's been in the process of being sold. I mean, it's sold now, but. I was having just workers and various people coming in and out of the apartment so much so that I, I found another place for her. Um, but when I went out to Colorado, um, I stayed with a friend and I got back home and noticed a day or two later, I started having all these little bites on my ankles. Um, so I got the, the sad irony. I lived with an animal for 10 years and the same year that that animal passed away, I as a human being got fleas from, <laughs> from the, the, 
the dogs that lived uh, the, the the person I stayed with in Colorado, the dogs slept on the couch that I was on too. So I got fleas from uh, these dogs. It's neat. <clears throat> That's terrible. Yeah, uh, dealing with fleas for like two weeks is a pain in the ass. Not easy. Or the ankles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. You're on your day? No. So, um, get on his dick and you didn't get on my dirt because I wasn't putting my dick near near flea bitten squirrels. <laughs> All right. that makes uh, sense. So, you know, the show Wipeout, the, like the game show or whatever you want to call it, where people run through an obstacle course, but I understand the premise. It's super funny. Yeah, well, there's a new version of it that they're coming out with, but a contestant on Wipeout has died after completing the game show obstacle course. Why? Uh, he was tired. I don't know why. What do you mean, why? He stuck his how? Head. How is the proper question, I feel like. What did he die of? Yeah. They haven't released well, I mean, did what he died of. Won't everybody who goes through that die anyway? I mean... Eventually. I mean, we all die. I don't want to be the one to break this to you, but... Okay. Uh, you take the good, you take the bad, you take it all. There you have the facts of life. Wow. <laughs> Most of us die towards the end of our life. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so the man in his 30s was declared dead at a hospital shortly before 7 p.m. Uh, Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. The cause of death has not been released, and the man's name was being withheld until relatives could be notified. Um, so he had apparently completed the course uh and when he needed medical attention, the help he was helped by wasn't so much helped by on-site medical staff, but he was attended to and failed by on-site medical staff until paramedics arrived and took him to the hospital. Um, yeah. Did so. they say what he died of exactly? No. So let's. They, have, they haven't released it. Uh, I would say, um, I don't know, Super anal fissure. Maybe you know when they have the punching the punching bat gloves that come out of the yeah. wall. You think one of them killed him? Maybe he got punched in the in like the perfect spot. I would call it the exact opposite of the perfect spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you wanted him to die, and to you, it's the perfect spot. You missed the uh, you 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 were not in the room for me telling the tale of uh, me getting an unsedated colonoscopy. Oh goodness. Yeah, I can't so you, wait to go back and listen. Would you go back and listen to it? I just wanted to make you aware of that. That was also not the perfect spot. It's also the name of the next Pat Blue Ribbon uh, <laughs> beverage that they're introducing. <laughs> you know what? That is that is the worst shit so far to, that we've had to drink for me. Really? That is I mean, so much I feel like than the blue cheese coffee uh, soda. That is, it was ranch soda, and no, it wasn't worse. No, this is way worse. I still think that fucking Indian, uh, that mango spice. Yeah, but that was in a drink. I agree. That was heavy, but I mean, you also, Wendy, you made me eat worms, remember? Uh huh. Okay. So I don't know if I made you. For the drinks, you, you never come up with a drink that's worse than that. That was horrible. That blue ribbon hard coffee was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, I'm not, I'm probably not going to finish this one. Um, backpack wanderer, I'm looking at. So, this uh, half wit, uh, what the fuck's this dude's name? 
Uh, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter. So he. This is a. a I don't know surveillance footage. You know how everybody has like those ring um, doorbells and shit like that with cameras and shit on them. Well, it caught this dude, uh, you know, being a porch pirate, which you know, basically stealing people's Amazon packages. And <clears throat> porch pirate. Yep. Okay. I like that. Which sounds like it's a cross between a racial slur and an insensitive thing said about gay people. Right. Uh, but it's not. It's just a guy that steals your Amazon packages. Uh, it's sad that I can now just say Amazon packages because nobody gets anything shipped from anywhere else. Right. Um, so this is the photo that was grabbed. He uh, then had to go to court over this case. He was trying to obviously to prove that it's not him. And he showed up in the same shirt. I was just going to ask he show up in the same shirt. Yes, he did. It is a green shirt with like a orange, a, a big orange North Face logo, or at least it looks like a North Face logo. Here's the North Face logo. Yeah. Did you show up in his best court backpack too? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I've always, you know, having had to go to like minor court times over the years. Did you say court backpack? Yeah, the guy's wearing a backpack. <laughs> like, I at least had the wherewithal because I know what I look like. Show up in a long sleeve button up shirt. But I've seen plenty of people just show up in like shitty jeans and and a t-shirt, you know, unkept. And I'm like, you know, the judge, as soon as you step up, go, oh, this dude did it for sure. Yeah, sir, I'm a, I'm just a witness. You did something. We haven't found your crime yet, but we'll figure it out. But you're guilty. Yeah. Um. So, just always, what I do is I keep my porch pirate journal. And I write down what I wore that day so that I can always tell what to wear when I go to court. Yep. Or, you know, you just have a stealing shirt that when you're going to be out of stealing, you put that shirt on and you don't wear it for any other occasion. Yeah. And generally, this next story is what I wear for porch pirate. And um, there you go. Um, so. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but I think it's a woman. <laughs> it's a man. Oh, it's a man. Uh, naked on rollerblades with, uh, is that a panda head? Of course it's a panda head. What else would you put on when you're naked with random <laughs> fucking rollerblades, you simpleton? <laughs> is, that a, is that a long riding prop? I believe it is. Perfect. He's got to make himself go faster. Right. So what, uh, and, and it's clear that this photo was taken of him outside of a vehicle window? Yep. Here he is, here he is tucking it like he's fucking skiing. Yeah. This is like a highway. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's this it's, is Columbus, Ohio. Like, there's an overpass here and shit. Do you think he's wearing the panda mask so he's not e easily identified? I think he's wearing it because he's conscious of COVID. Uh, that's cool. It's a good point. <clears throat> Look at him. He's really gunning it, too. Like, he's putting some... You could tell he's. Uh, Can you zoom in on that? Because I see nothing hang, hanging down. <laughs> I mean, it's probably chilly. He's in Ohio. Point. Right. Yeah. He's got a severe case of Ohitian beach dick. <laughs> What's Ohitian? He's in Ohio. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. 
There you go. That's a good one. Uh, he's in roughly the same position here than I was during my colonoscopy. Uh, does he have a scarf on as well because it's chilly? <laughs> I think so. Good. Uh, yeah, he's really – this part looks like it's uphill, so he's really working for it. This – this is what the spokesman for the Ohio Department of Transportation said. Pedestrians are not permitted on interstate highways. That's the issue here. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. There are signs posted at the entrance ramps. This is a safety issue. <laughs> okay. That's the problem. We found it. Did he get arrested? Um, no. I don't think they caught him. They're just like, if you see sensitive naked... <laughs> Rollerblade and a man, let him know. It's not cool. Yeah, this is a safety issue. Uh, a man was caught on camera rollerblading naked down an eight-lane Ohio highway wearing only a giant plush panda head. The roller streaker was seen zipping at a remarkably high speed while clutching a golf club. Okay, it's a golf club. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he was heading to the he was heading to the links. Yeah. On I six seventy in Columbus Tuesday, irking drivers who and gawked. Um, yada, yada, yada. Oh, he was in the... Okay. When the driver when the driver honks, the birthday-suited blader moves to the shoulder of the highway to let them pass. Like, he was in the lane at one point, apparently. Oh, okay, but at least he's uh, observing... <laughs> Rules of the road. Yeah. He's, but, yeah. Looking right up his butt crack. Yeah. Yep. So he's wearing a mask, right? Yeah, I mean, he's wearing a panda head. Yeah, so like, you know how like furries wear masks all the time, right? Sure. So if you're like a super conservative, you know, MAGA head or whatever, and you're all like, I can't wear a mask because it bothers me, are you saying that furries are tougher than you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that goes without saying. I don't know what furries exactly do, but I guarantee they're tougher than me. Yeah. Because I don't want to do any of it. So furries are tougher than people who are on parlor, right? Probably. Okay. I just want to. I will point out he also had no knee or elbow pads on. So that dude. Super tough. Yeah. Badass. <laughs> just confident in yeah. his. He also has no dick padding on. Let's point that out. Fuck his knees. I mean, if he goes face forward, his like dick is going to be fucking grated like Parmesan. They look like a hockey player. Yeah, he does. He, he looks more like a speed skater. Like he's throwing that arm up there like he's. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they look like they know how to skate. It doesn't look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, you know, a casual on. Are you really using a they pronoun? This dude's dick is blowing in the breeze. We can call him he. We could if you want. I, can call I him. do. Okay. I'm going to assume he, if, okay. if as his dick is blowing in the breeze, he pulls up to me and says, I prefer they, I will switch. <laughs> I, I would, until that point, we're going with he, if I have to watch his fucking, uh, his rudder a flailing. Do you think he's Dutch? No. No. He wasn't tall enough to be Dutch. Okay. There are very tall people. <clears throat> um, this is another good one. So Taiwan lawmakers throw pig guts and punches in a parliament de debate over U.S. port. Here, this broad shows up with 
pig intestines and just starts chucking them about. Yeah. Uh, there's a video here somewhere, I think. Oh, yeah, here it is. These people get into it. This And this is what needs to happen in... We're probably going to... Oh, yeah. There's this madness. ...of intestines. Yeah, they're just chucking intestines around. Like, a lot of pig meat and intestines, they're throwing them at this woman. Oh, and that guy gets thrown on the ground. Gross! Is she, like, this is... This is what we need in. We can't get a vote on a relief bill passed within a fucking nine month period. We need some fisticuffs. And this broad here with a mechanical hand, what's going on there? Did you see that? No, I missed that. The one in the pink? It looks like she's just got a biker club. It's weird. Um, she's smiling a lot, though. There's just animal entrails and organs all over the floor there. <laughs> yeah. That lady played Ed and she showed up in a poncho. <laughs> huh. Yeah. That is how you settle things. By throwing pig guts? Yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah. I guarantee I guarantee that fucking legislation didn't fucking draw out for six weeks. They got that shit settled that day. Basically, one side didn't want to import a t like lots of U.S. pork and beef, and the other side did. And this is how they settled it. Gang warfare. Okay. I'm into it. Don't, don't get me wrong. You wouldn't watch C-SPAN more often if that's what was going down? I think I would. I know I would. I mean, I don't, I, I don't eat meat, so I don't like seeing the the guts being thrown around. I mean, more just like <clears throat> people assaulting each other with whatever. Sure. Yeah. That's what we need. More violence in this country. It's been, it's been pretty low key, especially with everybody at home. Even our last, even our last quote, somewhat terrorist event, the guy told people he was going to blow up his RV and had everyone go away. Come on. Oh, the guy in Nashville. Yeah. Just no respect for the body count. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, when was the last mass shooting we had? Uh, you got me. You know how many houses you'd have to go to to do a mass shooting these days? Oh, good point. That's true. The only people doing ma that like are have the <laughs> logistics down on mass shootings these days would be like Mormons trying to convert people, Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Just going house to house, getting it done. Well, the only way to do like a successful mass shooting now would be to go to a trailer park, and those are usually the people doing the shooting, not receiving them. It's true. It's true. I mean, those walls are made of basically paper. You wouldn't even have to go inside. You can just spin around and shoot and shoot a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. Those people in the in the trailer parks, they've got it too. They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> It's time they get their comeuppance. Um, and now we got this guy. Oh, where is he? Yep. That dude's dead, by the way. Oh, no. Why are you showing us dead people? This is him at his own funeral. What? Uh, what? Yeah. Is he stuffed? Uh, no, I think he's normally... He's just got his normal level of... Uh, 
embalmed and whatnot going on. They just have him sitting as opposed to laying. Is he? Is that a picture of him playing the drums? Can't really tell. There's flowers in the way. Someone should describe what's going on. on the so there's here. a gentleman in like a like a dark pink uh, sports coat with a pink tie on. He's got glasses on. He's sitting up in like a folding chair, and he's got can't tell if those are white jeans or just white pants, but he's sitting with a photograph of himself next <clears throat> him outside of a funeral home. Yeah, they wouldn't let him in the funeral home. Because he wasn't without... <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in a coffin. Is that a hard fast rule? <clears throat> I guess. Uh yeah. So he, they had to, that's why he's set up outside surrounded by like uh like kind of like movie theater ropes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because they were they brought him there in order to do the, tinsel barriers. Uh, what's that? They're called tinsel barriers. I'm sorry. It's okay. Tinsel barriers. Tinsel, like T-E-N-S-I-L. Yeah, they have like tensile. Yeah. They retract. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. What's his name? His name. Che Lewis, 29-year-old who was shot and killed in Trinidad and Tobago. Hmm. He definitely looks older than 29. He's had a rough couple weeks. Uh-huh. He's aged from 29 to infinity within in a very rapid period of time. Is there an explanation why he wasn't uh, put in a coffin? I think this is how he wanted it. The body of Lewis was gunned down with his father, Al Adlai Lewis, in their home, was embalmed in a sitting position and placed on a chair for his last ride before being buried, the outlet reported. Decked out in a pink jacket, white pants, blah, 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 uh, stopped people dead in their tracks as the surreal procession made its way through the capital of Port of Spain uh, to St. John the Evangelist Church in the nearby town of Diego Martin. When it arrived, when he arrived, staff members reportedly denied him entry to his own funeral, leaving him sitting outside as some people apparently criticized him for not wearing a mask, not realizing that he wasn't breathing while you called that one right on the fucking head. Wow. Um, the funeral was evidently streamed online, but some viewers did not realize Lewis was sitting on a chair. Uh, the owner of the funeral home, whose motto is "Every life is unique, therefore every funeral should be unique," <laughs> described how Lewis ended up on the chair. Uh, the family requested it, but it was something we had we had on our bucket list to do. So when the request came, it wasn't foreign to us because we were aware of funerals like that abroad. Um, But, 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 but we had him by us for three days to monitor how he was doing in the chair before we took it public. They're running a stress test on his uh, on his Orify. Huh. But yeah. they still wouldn't let him in inside. I guess not. Carrying persons in a dangerous manner is an offense with a 750-pound penalty. And the police will continue to in the, investi uh, the investigation into the funeral company's conduct on the road. They were driving around with him, I think, on the back of a truck like that, just in the chair. 
How is it dangerous if he's an X person? Because <laughs> he also can't hold on on the back of a truck truck like a current person can. Now you just got fucking a flying large Vienna sausage flying around. I mean, I feel like that's why uh, they invented double-sided sticky tape. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> this, this is specifically the reason they, they invented it? Yeah, because of Che Lewis. <laughs> they had some serious foresight. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was my last tale of the day. That was, that, that was pretty good. Enjoy uh, enjoy the rest of that coffee beer. I shan't. <laughs> I shouldn't have said enjoy. I should have said, just said drink it. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Why isn't that in a martini glass, you heathen? Don't have one. Doesn't yeah. Just half-assed. What's with the hair going on there? I was shocking today. Oh, that's right. You stopped by. <clears throat> I uh, I actually had it uh, all bicked off. I see that. For a little while. And now it's coming back. But trying some new looks, buddy. Got to look tougher. What's past midlife crisis? It's not a midlife crisis. It's all just... Mostly like close to end of life crisis? We'll call it a Che, a che Lewis crisis. It's all for a show business gig, baby. Oh, show business. All show business. It's all it is. The show must not go on. Well, at least not with a lot of hair. So. Nope. All right. Um, I'll talk to you lovely ladies later. Happy New Year. Bye. Wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Hey, yo.